Hey guys, you're listening to Soul Food. My name is Daniel and I'm the pastor for a church called Soul here at Alustar in Malaysia. Now, I'm a curious kind of guy and I love to learn new stuff. So, in this podcast, we will dive into conversations with different individuals that will help us with our views of certain habits and behaviors that take place in our culture. I believe the conversations on this podcast will help us to expand our perspective. This is Soul Food. Let's dive right in. Welcome back to Soul Food. This episode is brought to you by friends and family at Soul. Well, we've got Keith on this episode again. Hi, I'm back. <laughs> I, I, I would love to just get as many episodes as I can, but we'll fry our brains. Yep. But I'm loving our conversations over the years. I, I always tell people that, um, yeah, it, it gets better. And I'm, yeah, it gets interesting as well. Some of these we talk about. <laughs> yeah. Ah, okay. So here's the thing. Mm. I think now, grown up a little. Okay. Um, my wife and I just got back from Singapore. And I think just walking around, just really appreciating the, the infrastructure and how things were. Um, and reflecting on the season that I'm in with my wife, I can't help but to realize that someone actually sacrificed and stayed back mm. in Singapore those many years ago. Okay. And because of what they have done, you know, and I'm sure when Malaysia and Singapore separated, it was during a season where, you know, people could have actually had an easier access to be a British citizen. Mm. You know, I'm sure you've heard stories like that before. But yeah. these people choose to stay back to build a country. It, it's really beautiful. Mm. You know, I mean, of course, Malaysian food is better. For all our Malaysian listeners, yeah, right, gonna give it to us. But other than that, really, you, you see and you appreciate what, what is going on. Okay. And, and yeah, so my wife and I, we just, in a sense, like, rejuvenated again as mm. pioneers, right? Mm. Starting this community here in Alostar and doing all that. And I know having you on this podcast, I remember you shared a story where, because you are from Johor Bahru. Yes. All your peers, everybody is going to Singapore. You're right. Because money is better, everything is better over there, or so it seems. Mm. But you went the other direction. Yep. And you pioneered something really beautiful, amazing, and we've got a home in Kelcock Collective today. Yes. But I want to talk about that journey. Mm. Those moments when you're like, let's pack our bags. <laughs> I, I don't know if you have that kind of moments, but I'm sure... It's, it's not just about what you experience in KL itself, but, you know, maybe traveling back to JB and you meet up with some of your old buddies mm. and they'll be like, come on, Keith, what are you doing? You're wasting your talents. Yeah. Stuff like that. Hi, everyone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did I put you on the spot? <laughs> Hi, everyone. <laughs> let, let me just recall back that decision. I was 17. Right. I... I wasn't sure if I was totally wise. <laughs> um, if only I could go back. Nah, I'm just kidding. Yeah. If only I could turn back the clock. <laughs> I, I, I would still, still choose the same decision. Come on. I right. Okay. It was a lot more simpler. Uh, I, I thought of going back to Singapore one day. Right. But I just don't want to start my uh, journey so fast in Singapore. Uh, that time, mm -hmm. like um, I applied, I was accepted into Nian Polytechnic for electrical electronic engineering. Wow. 
yeah. Uh, but I thought, okay, going over, uh, being born for three years, uh, working in a factory, um, eventually probably buy a terrace house in JB, drive a Toyota Camry. Wow. It felt like I didn't even have a doubt that I would be able to live this kind of life because I've right. seen it replayed uh, again and again and again. It's so many. So many of them are people. following this path, but they were just uh, factory technicians or, 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 or people that just do any job in Singapore just to earn that extra money right. without any sense of purpose. They just want the money. And I, I thought to myself, um, do I want that or not to everything be so predictable? Mm. Um, I said, hey, maybe I shouldn't, I should try something up in KL, which right. my classmates all were quite shocked because they, <laughs> they, they wanted to go into the engineering faculty or they want to go into Nian, right. uh, which I got it, but I did not. Um, long story short, I fell in love with KL. Mm. It's just this conversation that I had with uh, God that I, it must not be a mistake that I'm born a Malaysian. Wow. Because my mom was a Singaporean. Oh, right. Yeah. So my aunt, so to make things worse, my, I, I have four aunties <laughs> Come in, on. in Singapore that readily <laughs> accept me, right? My right. aunties that uh, would love me, that would take care of me. Everything seems to be set up. But I did, I did not. I did not go that path. I did not go that route. Mm -hmm. Even my elder siblings are, uh, they went over to Singapore. Mm -hmm. But there must be a reason I'm born a Malaysian. Uh, there must be a reason that I... Uh, uh, you know, I, I get a little bit sentimental and uh, nostalgic every time Malaysia Airlines landed and say, Selamat pulang ke tanah air. Wow. I, I right? always love that word tanah air. Like, yeah, this is, this is my, my, my country. This mm -hmm. is my land. This is a place that is very blessed. Uh, this is a beautiful country. Right. And if I just learn to train myself to see the beauty uh, that's surrounding me, mm -hmm. I think there surely is a reason for people to stay. Right. So, yep. Uh, and I did. And I did not go to Singapore. Uh -huh. uh, eventually, even after I graduated, I did not apply for jobs there. I just know, I just know by the way, after I finished my diploma, I got accepted into uh, University of Western Australia uh, for my engineering in uh, Australia as well. Wow. Even, even with that uh, acceptance letter, if I ever go, uh, if, I, if I went, I would still come back. That, mm. There's something quite certain in, in my heart that I, I want to be in Malaysia. Right. I can travel, I can earn more money and stay longer in another city, another country to experience. But as a builder, I felt a calling to build here. Right. Yeah, I felt a calling to build here. I would not want to impose it on anybody, but wherever you are um, putting yourself, be a builder. Do not mm. just be a consumer. Do not just go there because you love the weather, you love the currency, you love the safety. Nothing wrong with that. But if you have chose to settle down in one place, be a builder. Don't, don't quit when it is difficult. Just stay and wherever you go, that place should be better. Wherever you go, that place should improve. 
So this is not a competition of uh, Malaysia being a better place than Singapore or Australia. Right. No, all of them are uniquely uh, beautiful, beautiful and all of them are uniquely special. Mm -hmm. But it, it is a problem when you're staying in somewhere and your mind is in another place. And right. I think that, that caused you to be very disintegrated. That, that caused you to be mm. very um, um, distracted or disconnected. And I think it's not fair for um, the place that you are living or the people that you are associating because you are not really there there. Right. Wow. I, <laughs> thanks for talking about that because um, I have not really seen being a consumer or a builder in that particular setting. Mm, mm. Right. I mean, we use that for organizations. We yeah. use that for families, yeah. you know use that for your businesses but yeah most of the time if someone wants to go to a new place mm. right it's always ah the currency is better yes it's like what's in it for me you know I, I can reap the benefit of this healthcare is better mm. I don't have to worry for my kids you know and I, and I agree with you there's nothing wrong with that but I think there are people today who believe for something more yeah and I think when they're on that journey mm. or in that journey sorry mm it's not easy. Mm. So maybe you could take us into some of those moments, you know, where like the word would be staying on, right? To see something come to life, to see the business flourish. Um, relationship, I did not travel to this place. I stay back because of you. Today we are married with kids. Mm. You know, the sort of thing. Mm. Those staying on moments. How, how, how would you encourage someone to hang on during those moments? Just, just to be honest with you right then, um, every time you ask a question, I would think it depends on the season that I'm in and the thoughts that I'm reflecting. And uh, I can't give a full, very uh, exhaustive and comprehensive answer. But I'm in this season right. where um, I just came back from Germany visiting a friend that lived there for a while. Um, he said that you are probably the only person... Uh, um, the past five years that came and visit me that caused me want to come back to Malaysia. Wow. Um, it, I did not persuade him. I did not persuade him at all. It's just, it's just that he felt that it's very positive after talking to me. And I think I don't want to go to the track of like the, the tips and the ways to persuade people and the, the, the methods to sell you something. I am being very careful that in this, in this podcast, I'm not trying to be a salesperson to mm -hmm. sell you. So true. To, to, to believe in something. Mm -hmm. But we are all... I, I come to a new realization that uh, optimism is a choice. You know, A lot of people say I'm just naturally more pessimistic. Uh, I don't believe in that. I believe in practicing optimism. Like learn to grow in into a more optimistic person. And when you do that, you begin to see, you are trained to see opportunities. You are mm -hmm. trained to see possibilities. You are trained to see the positive things of life. Uh, I think a lot of times because of our nature, our instinct of survival, causes us to just look at things negatively so that we can protect ourselves, we can self-preserve and we can um, live on and not die. Mm. And, and, 
and that kind of life, you, you have to again come to awareness that, yeah, I'm being a very pessimistic person because I say things like before anyone hurt me, I hurt myself, you know? Yeah. Before anyone disappoint me, I disappoint myself. Before, um, um, the higher my expectation, the greater the fall. So you try to prevent yourself from uh-huh. getting hurt and, and, and from dying as a result of that you become very negative. Right. But to me, I'm very positive with um, all the things that are happening in our country and all the things that are, um, no matter which country you go to, there is something to talk about that's good and there's something to talk about that's bad yes. about a place. You know, even if a lot of us, we love Japan, there are things that we know and uh, the, the culture in Japan that we probably would not want to grow to develop that part of it. Right. Um, whether the Western world, when, when people say they go to um, the States and they feel a lot of uh, liberty and um, um, a lot of possibilities. I just feel this in my heart that no matter where you are, there is equally good stuff and bad stuff. Mm. So the question here that I want to challenge each of you that's listening, right? Can you train yourself to be an, an optimistic person or not? Mm. That means with the decision that you have made, be a builder, be optimistic. Like, just, just make sure that you are here to make things better. You're not just here to whine. You're not just here to complain. You're here to build. So, so to me, I think if you have made that decision and when things are difficult, you won't blame because uh, you will continue to take responsibility because naturally you are just an optimist. Yeah. I hope you get what I'm trying to say. That, oh, means, yeah. that means if I am a doctor, I should not be complaining that I have a lot of patients <laughs> because I want to fix right. people that are sick. Right. You, I cannot be whining. I say, why are you sick again? Why, why so many sick people in, why so many sick people in Alostar? But you chose to be a doctor. Yeah. That means, right, you should be optimistic that you are helping someone to become healthier. Right. You're, probably when they come, they, they do things that harm their body. You can actually give them advice and say you shouldn't um, eat this. You shouldn't do this kind of lifestyle. You are still an optimist trying to help people to be healthier. Right. So, that's what I'm trying to say. If you have chosen gotcha. your role, you've mm-hmm. chosen your place, then accept it and embrace it and be positive about it. I, I have this root illustration lately that uh, right. I shared with my team in all three and I told them about the, the story of Jesus casting out a, a legion from a man that's living on the grave for a long time. Right. That path has been blocked he has been often chained and people couldn't pass through that, that, that passage. Right. Um, so the, the spirit must be really strong. There are thousands of spirit. And then when Jesus permitted that uh, the spirit be cast, cast to out. the swine, mm-hmm. to the pigs, right? Why, when many of us read that passage, all our focus goes to the pig? Pig, yeah. <sighs> Why can't our focus be to the man? Who was liberated and free, yeah. right? Yeah. So, so it, in, in a very rude manner, it's like, why are you always focusing on the pigs? Mm. Why don't you focus on what truly matters that are non-perishable, that's life, that's, 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 that's a, a, a future right. of a young man restored. Mm-hmm. The, the thing that you can do is to help him to get some clothes 
to help him to sign up for a school, to help him to find his parents, wow, so to good. reunite him to the society, right. to help him to get a job, to help him to speak. Maybe after a while of living in a graveyard, he doesn't know how to speak anymore. There's so many things that we can do to help, but we care for the things that are perishable. We care for things. So why, you know, why don't we train ourselves to focus on the right things? And clearly, Jesus has the ability to focus and uh, know his value, that he's here for a man like him. Mm-hmm. And that man could be me. That man could be you. Mm-hmm. And, and that's his focus. And I think he's being very positive about helping this person to back, get back on track because the Bible says that he was in his right mind. Yeah. And I think, isn't this what we want to help people to be in his right mind or her right mind again? Yeah. Um, so, so, yep, this is, this is my recent thought about um, practicing optimism. Right. Mm. Don't worry about speaking too long. I think that's <laughs> really good. Um, as you were talking, I think it's good for me to just listen and realize that, you know, as a pioneer, sometimes I get agitated. Mm why don't you understand what I'm doing? Or I put the energy on others, expecting them to mm. know what I'm doing or you should do the same thing. And, mm. I, and I think for this episode, I, I, I don't want it to sound like I'm promoting for more pioneers to come up, mm. fight against the system kind of thing. No, I, I like how you present this to be a builder. Yeah. And the story you shared about your friend that you met in Germany, mm. you didn't persuade him. No, I did not. I, I find myself sometimes persuading people, mm, mm. you know, and, and what I like about it is because you carry that mindset. I am a builder. I'm going to make the best of the situation. I yeah. chose to be a pioneer. I'm going to do this. Yeah. I'm going to build it. I'm going to give my best. And your life, mm. the way that you talk about Malaysia has brought about this light to him and which in our previous conversation, you say that he actually wants to come back. Yep. Yep. He is. He is on a full plan of coming back to Malaysia. I mean, that's really beautiful. And, and after all that he has experienced in Europe, he said that I have, I have gained so much and it's time for me to give back. And if I ever want to give back, I want to give back to my country. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, also this is nothing to do with our coming up election or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's Tana Ayer. We love our country. Yeah, make sure you vote. <laughs> make sure you vote, right? Um, but yeah, I, I, I like how you also brought up about optimism. Yes. That, that it is a yes. choice. You know, we can choose to see, oh, Alostar is like that. Alostar is this and that. And I want to admit, there are times um, when my tank is empty. Mm. When I think that, man, I'm giving everything I've got. Mm. Caroline is giving everything she's got. Even... Kyle and Isla is giving everything <laughs> they, they've got, you know, and like, I don't even ask for what's in it for me. Mm. When's my turn? But just understand, you know, what's happening, what's going on. And but I think what you brought today to this table about really looking at situations yeah. and be optimistic. I, I think I, I take on a, a quite a different path and different turn to your question. Right. I know um, where you are, um, are what you are asking and where you're heading, like um, why can't why can't we stay on and why can't we finish the race? Don't give up. Yeah. yeah, I understand that path, but 
I think a better way to build this is that, hey, I am, I'm a builder and I have a vision. It's going to bring us to a future that all of us uh, would be thankful that we, are, we have been part of it. Right. You know, I think at the end of our lives, I am, uh, we would all be glad that hey, uh, someone said in your funeral that you have built my life. Right. You, have, you have contributed to, to this world rather than, uh, yeah, you have earned a lot of money and you have lived a very comfortable life. Mm-hmm. I think all of us want to live an, an impact. And that decision of living an impact, it has to start now that you choose to be optimistic. Right. You know, you say, but Keith, I'm just naturally uh, pessimistic and negative. And I think that's normal because of our survival instinct. Mm-hmm. You are negative. That means, right, naturally the land um, that we have will just grow grass or weeds if we don't tend it. Right. You know, it won't be a garden naturally. You won't, <laughs> yeah. you won't, you won't suddenly, hey, uh, my neighbor move out already. After a while, right, the house become a garden. It doesn't happen. No. Even the Garden of Eden, God planted it himself. Even yeah. God has to plant it. Like, so if, if, if you want your future, like Alosa, to be a, a place that you want to stay, be part of it that you would be looking forward to that future that you're building. Mm. You understand? If you say you move to another city, another livable, or the most livable city in the world, it is because someone paid that price to make that city yes, like that. Yes, You understand? So, it's not like, oh, they are just more blessed than, boom, suddenly that city no. is just filled with flowers and, and, and stuff. Um, they actually, there are people that sacrifice to make it happen. Yes. And why not you become one of these person to make things happen rather than just consuming from what people has built? Yeah. Um, recently, I'm not a runner, but I'm quite interested with this guy called Elliot Kipchoge. Mm. He's an amazing runner. Yes. And of course, we all know how he beat the sub two hours. Mm. And mm. it was really amazing what he did. And there was an interview that I just caught it real quick. And I've, I've always had that idea too. Like, you know, why does he pursue running this way? Keep bringing, breaking records and everything. Like, I get it. You know, maybe he has a personal record that he wants to beat for himself, which I think is good, you know. But in the interview, he said, I want to push the human limit mm. so that the other person, and of course the interviewer was asking him like, why do you do this and all? So he said, I want to break the, push the human limit. So when I am able to do that, the normal work person who is working knows that they can push their limit as well. Mm. That's beautiful. Damn, like, man, this guy is not even running for himself anymore. Yes. He's running to be a builder. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And he, 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 he chose running. Yeah. And you could choose bouldering. I don't know. You could choose something. And when you choose, then build. Don't, yeah. don't, don't be like, oh, I, I want to get that pair of shoe that will get me to run as fast as Kipchoge. <laughs> but you don't have the muscle to carry yourself. It's just... Useless. Useless. Yeah. yeah. So, so I, just, I just feel to, to tell the listeners that I'm... Um, Train yourself, train yourself wherever you are mm-hmm. to last the distance, to have perseverance. Train yourself to be resilient. Train yourself because these things you carry with you your whole life. Yeah. It is not 
not ideal for me to always choose the easy way out. A lot of people said, ah, I give up on Malaysia. Lah. I give up. Yeah. But I, I, I don't see how this will make you, you as a person, a more valuable uh, person by, by being away. You mm. know? I came into this podcast wanting to get like your secrets for stamina. <laughs> I wanted to get your, what is that drug you're taking <laughs> to hang on so many years. But, but thanks, Keith. I am really grateful for this. I think this has helped me personally as well. You know, I think sometimes um, I get caught up with the emotion mm. of running something. But if I just begin to understand that, hey, I'm a builder. Yeah. And yeah, it would be great one day to see Alostar as the most livable place. Come on. In the Come world. On, why not? Yep. You know what I mean? But it starts with me. Yes. That's, that's exactly what I want to say. It starts. Yeah. So I also want to qualify myself. Uh, I, I, I have some disclaimer to make. You mm -hmm. can move, okay, into a place. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but remember, don't move because you're running away. Don't move because you're seeking comfort. Move because you have a vision Move because nice. you are called. Move because you have a mission to accomplish. Don't move because you are running away. You are escaping. You are just uh, in denial. Don't ne never make decisions like that. So that's 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 what I want to yeah say that you can still venture out, you know. And but mm -hmm. make sure when you do that you go in a position of a builder because I have known Malaysians that have gone to different countries to plant uh, churches and do ministry and set up uh, businesses. And they, they really are doing a great job. And still they are building. They are building the economy there and they are building mm. the, the lives there. And, and I'm, I'm proud of them. I'm right. proud of them. Right. That's good. Well, that's all we have for this episode. Yep. You know where to get Keith. He's on Instagram at Keith Tay. Thanks again, Keith, for this. Most welcome. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Soul Food is part of a community and we believe that connections matter. Follow us on our Instagram at Soul Malaysia or mine at Daniel Quillen. And we would love to connect with you. Send us a DM if you've got any questions. Thank you for listening and do share this podcast with your friends.